three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. in quotes i have a review for the new netflix film uh fatal affair which uh, like like that's such a misleading title because when i think of an affair i think of you know like whatever trump has done and uh you know what clinton's done uh bill and probably hillary i think of something happening you know multiple times this doesn't even happen once but i'll get to that so this uh oh son of a bitch of course you did okay so this is written and directed by Peter Sullivan. He, I never reviewed it for the channel. It's a bad movie. He went ahead and wrote uh, and directed, I believe. Yes, he did. Son of a bitch. He wrote and directed the film Secret Obsession for Netflix, which starred uh, Mike Vogel and Brenda Song. So that makes a lot of sense. So Fatal Affair stars Neil Long, who, let's just get out of the way. She is almost 50. And she can still get it. She looks absolutely incredible still uh you know her you know Leah Long from you know of course like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air that's the first thing that comes to mind for me uh second will probably be Boys in the Hood um uh, and uh, you know what that's never mind I won't say that um but Nia Long's an incredible actress you know you've seen her in those things Soul Food which I think is a amazing film um Omar Epps I think that hurt me more to see Omar Epps in this shit because I always think Love and Basketball, one of my favorite movies ever. I, I love Love and Basketball. And just seeing him in this, I was like, oh, come on, brother. Like, what are you doing? But Neil Long plays Ellie. She's this uh, uh, attorney, uh, high-end attorney who goes ahead and is working at a firm, decides she wants to go ahead and do her own thing. So in the so as the movie kind of starts off, she's realizing, hey, I don't want to go ahead and do work for someone else. I want to be my own boss. Uh, they her firm hires Omar Epps, who's like a cyber. Um, I'll be honest, I'm actually blanking on what the hell he does. He's like a like a cyber analyst. I want to say so he keeps people. He makes sure that you can't hack into like companies, you know, secure and uh, confidential files and so of course they went to high school uh, sorry college together uh it'd been about 20 years they say in the film and i gotta be honest guys this is a tv like it, it even shows the rating when you go onto on netflix it's a tv 14 rating so this is no better than that movie uh, obsessed with uh ali lauder and Idris elba and i'll be honest i actually like that one more because that leaned into that leaned way more to how insane it was. And at least you got to see, you know, Ali, Ar uh, Ali Larder being really sexy, but also, you know, torturing Idris Elba in a sick way that was kind of, that was, you know, entertaining in a very B-movie sort of way. This movie is, I don't want to say it's taking itself seriously because it's not, because that wouldn't require a script to go ahead and actually a, a decent script to, to be taken seriously. But good grief, this was just boring as sin um so let's just go through the quick points here so i did appreciate 
how do I put this? I appreciated one aspect of this film, and that was the relationship that Ellie Nia Long had of her husband, uh, Stephen Bishop, who plays Michael. Uh, you know Stephen Bishop most likely from Friday Night Lights. He's actually really uh, great on that show. But And, of course, from Criminal Nines, which I actually really liked him on there. But the, the thing that's frustrating about this is it feels like even Omar Epps and Nia Long... Their chemistry, it's kind of there, kind of not. It's just there are these points where, you know, it's supposed to be a very tense scene. And, you know, they're supposed the, the the problem is you have to accept the fact that these two are friends from Jump. And that they, you know, have a history together. And I never really bought the fact that they were, that they were friends. There are a couple moments here and there. I was kind of like, well, okay. But it's, it's very generic stuff. They're not talking about, like, hey, remember that one party where, you know, we were listening to soul music and, you know, we vibed out or anything like that. It just seems very, like, oh, remember that time we grabbed coffee? Like, if you're going to go ahead and play these off, these two off as being, you know, former best friends, lean into some more personal shit. And even when even when uh, David is talking about, you know, oh, we were friends so long ago, you know, if I'd asked you out, what would you have said? Even that comes across just kind of hollow um the one scene where it did feel like they had uh chemistry and i am blanking on the adele song uh not the adele uh, that would have been funny uh the estelle song pardon me is there they go to this club and estelle comes on and again i'm blanking on the song my my apologies but they go ahead and they start dancing with each other and that was the one scene i went okay maybe it does feel like they're like uh you know they're still going ahead and kind of feeling each other a little bit and of course uh david and ellie they you know they do that thing where they look at each other like oh my god what are we doing and they kiss and then they go into the bathroom and this is where the whole fatal affair thing really i call this false advertising because (laughs) this isn't like like when i think of an affair i think of something like unfaithful i think of something like fatal attraction where you know you got to see him at least get down uh, David goes ahead and puts Ellie on top of the sink, uh, in the club, might I add, and, you know, he pulls her panties down, he's kissing her bra, which, I mean, good for you, and she stops him, she goes, I can't do this, so I was like, okay, he, like, okay, yeah, like, you got to, like, second base, you didn't even get to, to round home, like, is that really an affair, and so she immediately, the next day, talks about how this was a mistake, we shouldn't have done this, the, the, the thing is, she's never tempted by him again, so putting the whole affair out there, I went, I think that's actually false advertising. They, they should have just called this, you know, parentheses black, fatal attraction, because really, it's just a very intense attraction that she had a weak moment on, but she stopped herself. I mean, she stopped herself before she was going to have sex, which, you know, credit to her. So, yeah, the whole fatal attraction thing, or the um, fatal affair title i kind of went oh it's kind of misleading and of course we go through the whole you know classic tropes david goes ahead. so i will say the fact that david is a hacker it's pretty much god mode for this movie because he's able to hack into her her camera he's able to hack into like um uh into her uh security cameras at her house he has this magical um like key uh machine that goes ahead and just overrides uh the private code she has for her house to go in and get into her house i went okay what like there are just these points in the film i went that's really silly um 
But Omar Epps, I will give him this. When he has to play crazy, he does play crazy well. And he is just insane in this movie. There's just this there's this point where he sends her like a couple vinyls. He's like, Oh, remember we used to dance to these? And Ellie's like, you know, we can't do this anymore. Like I've tried to spare your feelings. And he ends up just cracking this vinyl in half like it's nothing. I was like, Alright, really? That's that's how this is happening. And later on in the film, he is somehow able to restore said vinyl and play it when he of course has the family captured. Um, I'm realizing my, my new least favorite trope in film when it comes to females is this one. So before, you know, you had the whole, uh, you know, there's two powerful women. They can't exist in the same world. They have to fight each other, you know, and be in competition and envious of each other. That was, that used to be my least favorite trope. It's been replaced by this one. The, oh, I'm dating someone you know, but we've only been dating a month, but I'm going to take their opinion over yours. That is my new least favorite trope for, for women in film because uh, David, because Ellie goes ahead and cuts him off, says we can't talk anymore and blocks his number and everything. Uh, he goes ahead and starts seeing her friend Courtney. And I actually didn't mind the actress. Uh, um, uh, Maya uh, Stoughton? Uh, Stoughton? So I'm gonna go with. Um, I guess this is really like her big, um, really one of her first big roles. Uh, she used to be on Grey's Anatomy. Oh, she was on Castle. I knew she looked familiar. But uh, yeah, she, uh, yeah, David starts dating Courtney, and Ellie goes up, tells her at a point that look, David isn't who you say isn't who he says he is. You know, he's a psychopath and da da da, and. I will say this movie doesn't do a good job of concept of time. Like, the film just kind of happens because, you know, fuck you, that's why. But there is this point, if you're doing the math, again, no concept of time, but David and Courtney couldn't have been dating more than a month, maybe six weeks, because it feels like this is just happening day by day. But Courtney, when she's dating David and Ellie goes, you know, he's wrong and he's terrible and he's dangerous, she goes, oh, he told me he would say that, and even Ellie kind of looks at her like, what, and he goes, and she goes, yeah, David told me how you wanted to have this affair, and how uh, you were obsessed with him, da, 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 and I can't remember if they say how long Courtney and Ellie have known each other, but it's at least been a couple years from just listening to the, you know, quote, script, unquote, so the fact that Courtney is so quick to go, you you wronged him. David's the best. I'm sitting there going, you're dumb and you deserve what you're gonna get. And I mean, she doesn't get killed or anything. Spoiler. Uh, for the for the record, I'm saving you precious time by not watching this movie. Um, of course, Ellie and uh, what's her husband's name, uh, Stephen, have a daughter who's played by uh, uh, I think it's K is it KJ Smith? I believe it's KJ Smith. Yeah. Oh, no, it's uh, Aubrey uh, uh, Cleland, pardon me, who uh, plays Brittany. Uh, and this is her, like, big debut. I felt so bad for her that this is what she got to star, uh, you know, co-star in. And I will say, Aubrey Cleland, she's not bad in this. It's just the script. It's just, you know, it's poo. It's it's very much falling to that line of black cinema films. I think of something like, um, oh, what was the one with... Uh, uh, Megan Good, I think The Intruder, uh, yeah, with her and uh, D uh, Dennis Quaid, 
um, I think it's yeah, The Intruder. It, it's falling to that line of black uh, black films where you know someone's going like someone's crazy and uh, they're getting stalked by someone. It, it, it's falling into that tr- you know that trope. I, I'm trying to think of other ones, but I'm I'm just genuinely blanking right now. But it's become like its own subgenre. Uh, you know these these black films where someone has an affair or someone has a stalker. Um, I uh, it's just it's dumb. It, it's just it's really just become stupid. Uh, the perfect guy. That was the other one I was trying to trying to think of. But it's just it's just gotten ridiculous that this is the whole new subgenre and like none of these films are fucking good. I mean this is no better than like the only one I've kind of seen work. Uh, is uh, Enough with uh, Jennifer Lopez. I actually really like Enough. I thought that was a good movie, but it, it, it's, you know, it's so much like The Boy Next Door and, you know, this dumb shit like that. There's nothing about this that really makes it stand out, and it's not even sexy enough for I, for me to say, oh, you should go ahead and watch it just for the sex. Uh, again, Neil Long looks great. Uh, Omar Epps looks... Uh, Omar Epps looks great, too. Uh, like... like the cast in this is really impressive. It's just a shame they couldn't do a little fucking more of what they had. Um, there is a character in this movie, and I won't spoil this because I just thought it was hilarious, when David, of course, fakes his death because there's a point where, of course, that has to happen. And, by the way, it's very stupid. Like, the way he does it, uh, first off, it's a real dick move, the body he uses, and I'll just leave it at that. Secondly, the fact that he's so vain... And even his uh, psych, uh, psychi- uh, psychologist, even uh, or psychiatrist, I believe, uh, says that he's got you know standard uh, narcissistic personality disorder. He, he says that, and when he fakes his own death by suicide, everyone just goes, "Oh, yep, he killed himself." I'm sitting there thinking, "You really think he's not like it'd be like Sherlock Holmes killed himself? Like, really? You think he now?" For the record, David is no Sherlock Holmes, but. To think that he's not, that he isn't vain enough, you, you know what I mean? Like, to, to think that he, as vain as he is, that he would s- still kill himself, I thought it was absolutely insane. And the fact that everyone went, oh yeah, totally makes sense. I remember thinking, oh wow, you guys all deserve to die for being that, <laughs> for being that, uh, not on alert. Um, yeah, this is just, this is just bad, just from start to finish, um, there is a point where Ellie goes ahead and breaks into David's house. And my, may I point out for being a hacker, he's, he doesn't have locks for any of the shit <laughs> in his house where he has these, like, these hard, these separate computers of women he's stalked. And it's just in a door, it's just in a room that you're going to unlock. <laughs> I remember sitting there thinking, wow, for being a hacker, your place is not fucking secure. That was something I went, that's ironic and that's just a plot hole I went, I, that's, absurd but yeah i mean i didn't hate like the thing is i didn't hate this this wasn't um a fall from grace that tyler perry film that came out earlier this year i was just sitting there laughing at it like this is dumb like there's no reason for this to exist uh neil long is a producer on this and i guess neil long just came out i want to say yesterday or uh, friday uh, uh i guess i would have been yesterday but I believe she came out and was talking about Charlie's Angels, the uh, original reboot that they did, uh, you know, with Cameron Diaz, Lucy Liu, and uh, Drew Barrymore, and talked about how, oh, she was up for the role, I believe I believe Lucy Liu's role, and how she said, oh, she was too black, and they said she was too old. 
but Lucy Liu is two years older than her. And I'm kind of like, um, like, maybe you were too black for it, but being too old, like, come on now. So, Nia Long, God bless you. I, I really like her quite a bit. Again, she can still get it. But, good grief, though. Like, being better shit. I mean, as talented as you are, I would expect you to be in better shit. Omar Epps, too. So... I could never even tell you to watch this as, as like, a gag, really. I, uh, but I didn't hate it either. I'll give it a D for dumb. I, <laughs> it's a dumb movie. And, again, it is on Netflix. If I had paid to see this in theater, I'd probably be giving it an F. But if you want to get high like I did and watch it and giggle and just go, this is insanely stupid, I mean... It's not even sex, you know. No D minus. Never mind. I'll sit there thinking about it. If it if it played the sexiness a little bit, I would have maybe said, "Oh, okay, cool." But nah, D minus. That's just nah. Not worth your time. Watch um, watch the roommate or watch uh, watch secretary. Secretary is actually a good movie uh, with James Spader and uh, uh, Maggie Joan Hall. Watch that if you want to see like something kind of sexy. Watch that. That's actually good. This is not. But I digress. But Everyone, have you seen uh, Fatal Affair? Uh, hopefully you haven't. Uh, I, I will say this is better than The Wrong Missy, that David Spade movie I watched a couple months ago. It's better than that shit, but this is bleh. But have you watched it? Let us know what you thought in the comments below. You can go ahead and like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at JHunterRealPineapple. Follow Scott on Twitter at NearmanTheFirst. And you can follow Colin on Twitter at TheRealOneal. And you can go ahead and uh, like, share, and subscribe. Go ahead and leave us a comment. Leave us five stars. Let us know what you think of the podcast. You can find us on SoundCloud, Apple and Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio at The Real Pineapple. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll have reviews up this upcoming week for uh, The Umbrella Academy Season 1. I'm really excited to get in that. And for Central Park Season 1, which I believe its finale is... Thursday, uh, Thursday the 23rd, so if it's not the 23rd, if it's the 30th, we'll have it for you the next week, but we'll have reviews up for, uh, Umbrella Academy Season 1, as well as The Old Guard, which I'm, uh, I want to rewatch it again before I review it, because I, I want to give that movie kind of more of a deep dive, but everyone, thank you so much for your support, we love you all, please stay safe out there, wear a mask, and we will talk to you guys soon, take care.